This is our odd pod podcast, a podcast dedicated to the odd, the macabre, and everything else in between. My name is Felicia, and with me I have... I'm Billy. Billy what? Bones. Billy Bones. (laughs) I'm just sitting here with this stupid look on my face because I was like... Is she going to do the whole intro? She's looking at me. Am I supposed to jump in? Well, I thought you were going to say something, but then you just didn't. So I well, was just going to keep going. Cool. <laughs> Nailed it. Nailed it. <laughs> we got the intro down. One take. That's all it took. One take. We got the intro when we crushed it. Crushed Welcome it. to our odd pod podcast. Podcast. <laughs> um, this is our first podcast, so the sound quality may be a little iffy. You'll probably hear the dogs walking around. You'll also hear our upstairs neighbor. You'll probably hear the neighbors. So um, They're auditioning for a future production of Stomp, so mm-hmm. we're rooting for them. Yeah. Good luck, guys. Um, I don't... Whoever you are, good they're luck good. on your auditions. They're good people. They're loud, but good people. Yeah. Um, so this is our first episode. This is our first episode I have intentionally been kept in the dark about what it's about. I mean, I know what it's about, but I don't know what's the deal. So, right. Take it away, Felicia. This is a a long time in the making. Yeah, a long time. We tried to record previously, and the computer died. Yes, it didn't just die. It took a fat shit right on the computer desk. <laughs> What happened before that? Um, we were trying to record on a Chromebook. And then before that? Uh, I think before that we were just planning. And it just hadn't happened. Uh, what happened? We were going to record one week and then we just didn't, I guess. I think one week we just didn't. We weren't really feeling it. I mean, I feel like that's just who we are as people, though. I don't know. Maybe, I don't think I had finished my notes then, because I just finished them today. So it's probably good that we didn't record. (laughs) But I was excited. All right. But today we're prepared. We're super prepared. It's going to be really informative, and it's going to flow perfectly. No pressure. Go. Oh, oh dear. (laughs) Um, So, before we really get into the meat of things, uh, what do you know about cannibals? Um, They eat people. They are more likely to get kuru than the rest of us. <laughs> well, you get kuru from eating brain or like neurons or something, something in the brain. So yeah, yeah. Prions. Prions. Oh dear. Uh, from this podcast, you'll learn how uneducated I am. It's okay. I just I actually do know more than I probably should about cannibals. <laughs> Don't eat nervous tissue, kids. It'll right. make your brain spongy. <laughs> brain is spongy. Spongy All right, so the Webster Dictionary defines cannibalism as a person who eats the flesh of another human being or an animal that feeds on the flesh of its own species. Cannibalism can be found throughout history. You might remember from school that people used to eat mummies as some sort of medicine. Like they would grind up bones or the mummies and just eat it because they thought that that would make them feel better. Oh, no, I do not remember that from school. Oh. We had the same Alabama education, but... I was saying, apparently they they let me down a little bit. People were eating Um, mummies. Yeah, people were eating mummies. Um, The Donner Party. 
Ooh, I remember those guys. Uh, yeah, they practice cannibalism, and even um, in early Jamestown has evidence of cannibalism. Um, yeah. Basically, over like a really rather harsh winter, they ate like a 17-year-old girl that died. So that's fun. Well, it's like veal. Yeah. Um, there's evidence of cannibalism all over the world. Um, I think the most familiar to me is the four people in Papua New Guinea. They ate people, or they practiced cannibalism up until the late 1950s. And they said that um, eating the bodies of their relatives helped cleanse their spirits. Oh. And I put a little smiley face behind my notes on that one because that just kind of made me happy. A clean spirit, yeah. I yeah. Mean, I'm all about the clean spirit, too. I mean, if their family was in or blah, blah. If their family were into it, you I know. felt like they were expecting to be eaten, and they were like, "Okay with it." Even um, they've kind of like evolved from getting kuru. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Some of them, not all of them. I didn't know that. But I don't. I don't think it's like they actively practice it anymore. Well, probably not. Yeah. But maybe. Um, some cannibals that you're probably most familiar with are Jeffrey Dahmer, Albert Fish, and Luca Magnata. Do you know who Luca Magnata is? I know who one of those people are. Which one? Jeffrey Dahmer. <laughs> you don't know who Albert Fish is? Is he the big bald guy from Daredevil? No. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Luca Magnata was um, that show I made you watch with me, Don't Fuck With Cats. Oh. That's who that was about um, in that video I made you watch with me that got me put on some kind of watch list. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's who that was about. Um, I don't... I couldn't find anything on the internet that actually confirmed that he ate and enjoyed the meat, just that he tasted it. Um, but that was enough for me, so I included it in my list. I, but I'm like, you can't untry human flesh. Like once you've tasted it, I think you're technically really a cannibal. Like, want like a little nibble, and you're yeah. like, oh, I'm done. Well, it's not really my thing, uh. but you know, <laughs> I'm just saying. Um, the guy that I want to focus on, his name is Armin Mivas. I don't like to play favorites. However, he might be my favorite cannibal. He's your favorite cannibal? Yes. Wow. And he has been my favorite cannibal since, like, middle school. I you look never, shocked. Well, I would, <laughs> <laughs> I would never have thought to rank cannibals from favorite to least favorite. So Armin is my favorite cannibal, uh, other than him and I sharing a birthday. Uh, oh, dear. <laughs> Uh, he only wanted a willing participant to eat, so he was very much all about consent. Oh, so yeah. it's like a progressive cannibal. Right, well... Got you. I just, just wanted to throw this out there, because um, that means that this man who killed, dismembered, and ate a man knows more about consent than Brock Turner, who only served three months in jail for raping a drunk girl behind a dumpster. Yeah. So I'm just saying. Consent is important. It's very important. But, I mean, like, I digress. Um, Armin will spend the rest of his life in jail. Brock is free. I'm just saying. Um, so anyway, Armin was born on December 1st, 1961, in Essen, West Germany. Um, his childhood was pretty lonely. Um, his two older brothers, they were his half-brothers. They left the house when he was six. And his father was described as a stern man who was largely disinterested in his son. And just a note on his father, he was a policeman who saved up enough money and bought the family a 
36 room, 1600 square foot mansion in Rotenburg, Germany. Damn. Yeah. German police making bank, dude. Uh, his parents married when his mom was 40 and his dad was 21. And his uh, father divorced his mom when he was eight and abandoned the family shortly after and never contacted them again. Well, he had a mansion to live in. So. Well, he left the mansion. He oh. just picked up and drove away one day, like, never to return. Well, damn. <laughs> okay, then. <laughs> he was just, like, out of here. The beginning of many great serial killers. I mean, so... He's not technically a serial killer, but, Oh, you know. he just killed, like, the one person. Yeah, just the one guy that we know of. No, just the one. He was... He documented everything. That's fair. <laughs> um... There was a couple of articles that made a comment about Armin's father in an interview after everything happened, mm-hmm. saying that he was a good little boy and that uh, he was obsessed with the story of Hansel and Gretel, particularly the part about the witch feeding them to get fat so she could eat them. Weird. But I don't know how much of that I believe if his father was completely disinterested in his son and he was eight when he left. That's true. Hold on, hold on. Um, his father interviewed after everything. So, like, after everything, his old father, who abandoned them... When he was eight, uh, decided to comment on Armin's okay. life. <laughs> also, if you're telling your kids a story about a witch who eats people, they're probably going to be a little hyper-focused on the part about kids getting eaten. I'm just saying. The part where they get to eat things. Sorry. Hungry. Um, <laughs> I don't know, like... If his father wasn't a huge part of his life, how does he know what story he was obsessed with? He was only eight when he lived. So, I mean, I don't know how true that is, but... Yeah. We're just gonna... We're gonna assume it's bullshit. I just don't see how he's gonna comment on his life 30-something years later. Yeah. Where's his mom at? What's she saying about all this? Uh, Well, his mom's dead. Um, Well, probably she's not saying much. She was 40 when... They got married, so she was probably 48. Oh, she was the 40-year-old. Yeah, she was 40. Oh, I heard that backwards. He, yeah, he was 21, she was 40. Um, I'm a great co-host, by <laughs> the way. So she was probably 48 when he left, so she's old. Oh, okay. Uh, and speaking of Armin's mom, she was described as a very cold woman. Um, she would yell at her husband, threaten to kill him all the time. She rarely showed love towards Armin people described her as overbearing and domineering. Armin described her as manipulative, controlling, and jealous. Well, I looked up something, and I have a note here that said, and I need you to confirm or deny this, that Armin's mom had it going on. (laughs) No. (laughs) Where did you hear that? Buzzfeed. (laughs) Buzzfeed. Oh, okay, so she was manipulative, controlling, and jealous. There was a rumor that she only got pregnant with Armin, so the father would stay. Oh, shit. Because that works. I mean, that's a good way to get, like, a 20-something-year-old to stick around and get pregnant. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But uh, Armin's dad was the third husband of hers, and just like the two before him, he ended up leaving. Like I said before, 
So she really had to step up as the authoritative parent and she would reprimand him in public. I'm seeing like a common denominator though. With like what? He was the third husband who left. Oh, and he's Maybe she guy. just sucked. Yeah, I'm gonna go with that. <laughs> she, I don't think she was a very nice woman. I'm saying like, yeah, she was probably a bitch before he left. Yeah. Just... I mean, she would threaten to kill him. Like they, he, she would, they would just argue all the time. Oh, okay. She would threaten to kill him. Oh, damn. Yeah. You like did a deep dive on this. I, I've look. I've read many pages. Many pages have been read. I have read many, or I have watched many documentaries. Okay. There's a lot. Um. In the early 1970s, when his friends were wearing jeans, she insisted that he carry on wearing the traditional lederhosen shorts. So just imagine like what, what that was like in school. <laughs> <laughs> what year was this? 1970. <laughs> <laughs> Germans, please. You, were people wearing lederhosen in the 70s? Is that a real thing? I don't. I feel like they would just be wearing jeans. Right. Like, oh, okay. Um, this is West Germany, right? Yes. Okay. Well, where is Rotenburg? It's, it's like Southern Germany. Okay. <laughs> but not East Germany is what I'm asking. No. Okay. Um, when he was older, on rare occasions when they would have guests over, a guest witnessed his mom ordering him to bed when the clock had struck 10. Did she use a whistle? Oh, I hope so. And they're like... Good night, goodbye. <laughs> he had to sing a song before he left. <laughs> yeah. Um, this next part, just when he and his teens, his mom would accompany him on dates with girls and she would sit in the back seat of the car. Oh, this gets better and better. Does it? Yes. <laughs> it just gets worse. God. I'm just picturing like this old hag in the back seat. They're like at like a drive-in movie. I don't, I don't know. know what they did in the 70s. I don't know what Germans did in the 70s. <laughs> what did y'all do in the 70s? <laughs> Mostly just swam. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. So, uh, so like I said before, Armin's childhood was very lonely. He created an imaginary brother and named him Frankie. He created an imaginary brother. Yeah. It's like the next level of imaginary friends. He, he was lonely. Um, but remember that name Frankie. That's going to come back again. Okay. Remember Frankie. He would vent to Frankie about everything, including his thoughts on cannibalism. Um, he told Frankie that he wished he could eat his friends before they left him so they could stay with him forever. But you're looking like concerned about that. But Jeffrey Dahmer said something similar. Well, here's my thing. They're not going to stay with you forever because you're going to poop them out. Well, it's kind of like you've eaten them and now they're like a little piece of you is with them. Okay. I don't know. Death. It's, it's a com I feel like it's a common occurrence in cannibals because Jeffrey Dahmer said something similar. Interesting. Right. Um, Armin said Frankie would listen to him, which is something he felt his mom never did. Mm. So this makes me feel really sorry for him. Funny thing about imaginary people, they're as good a listener as you can imagine. <laughs> um, Mavis recalled later, Armin, Mavis, sorry, recalled later that he began creating his cannibal fantasies during his adolescence when he and his mom lived alone together in the huge manor that his father built and left. Um, he would read Robinson Crusoe, which mentioned cannibalism. Mm -hmm. um, I haven't read it, 
I just quickly Googled. I read it a long time ago. There were cannibals. Good to know. Um, and he also collected material on the crimes of Fitz Harmon. I think I'm saying that right. Um, he was the vampire of Hanover. Ooh, the um, vampire of Hanover. <laughs> he killed We saw them in concert, right? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Uh, Hanover, or I'm sorry, <laughs> Fritz Harmon killed at least 26 young men in the 1920s. Harmon butchered his victims and drank their blood and was beheaded in a public execution in 1925. Ooh. And I think I want to like do like a deep dive on him because he sounds cool as shit. Yeah, Fritz Harmon, that's his name? Yeah. At least I cut his head off. But did they burn the body? I don't... Yeah, you're right. He was beheaded. I don't know. I wonder where his head is. I don't know. Look that up. Um, Armin also bought a Barbie doll and dismembered it, keeping the parts locked in a safe so his mother would not find them. She knew nothing of his fantasies and his increasing doubts in his own sexuality. Moving out of his adolescence, uh, Armin, when he was 19, joined the West German Army as he wanted to make a career out of it while he was in the army he felt like he had more control over his life which is interesting because i don't think you would have any control over your life in the army tell me i was in the navy but i feel like it's all the same no you're right it's quite similar <laughs> um i'd say yes and no as far as freedom to go somewhere else i guess yeah you want to get control of your life i joined for a similar reason so, like, I understand. I see where he's coming from. Yeah, so he felt like he had more control over life, um, and it was in the army where he continued to question his sexuality. Um, he asked one of his friends that he got, or made in the army, um, if he thought he was gay, and his friend told him that he needed to figure that out, that it wasn't something that he could tell him. Um, but it was always kind of rumored that he was gay. That's pretty forward-thinking for, like, a 19 what late 70s army bro well this is probably like closer to the 80s okay still though yeah definitely good, good on you germany <laughs> um but so like he would make friends with women but they never would really go anywhere mm -hmm. so i think he just continued to question like sexuality and like he had all these like thoughts you know right um so when he was 32, he left the army or got kicked out of the army. I saw articles stating both, and it was like four articles, and they all said something different. Okay. So, he, when, either way, he, he either left way the he's army. not in the army anymore. Got it. Um. Either way, he moved back in with his mom. Oh God, Armin, no. Yeah. So he's 32. He's living back at home with his mom. I mean, granted. It's a 36-room mansion. 36 rooms. 16,000 square feet. Like, I'm sure he didn't have to see his mom every day. I feel like you could not see someone if two if you're two people living in a 36-room mansion. Like, that's insane. Yeah. Yeah. I would have never seen that bitch. She would have never found me. <laughs> just keep hiding. Hell yeah. Or just change rooms. Um, so, moving forward a little bit. Um, so... It's like 1993. Mm -hmm. um, the internet's coming in hot. Coming in hot. Well, okay, so like I read this next part and I was like, was the internet really around in 1993? It was. It was around like 10 years before that too. Yeah. 
I can't imagine what the internet was like then. I... It was, I'm pretty sure, just like a way to send encrypted messages or something. First time I got on the internet was in 1995, and it was pretty close to what we have now, just way slower. Interesting. Yeah. My first experience with the internet was watching Backstreet Boys music videos at my uncle's house. I would have never imagined watching videos on the internet when I first got on it. <laughs> I remember the dial-up. Yeah. Um, so, like I said, 1993, internet is coming in. Harmon gets a job as a computer repair technician. So, like, I would imagine at that time that being, like, a very, like, important job. Mm-hmm. Like, a skilled job. Um, so... He apparently was pretty tech-savvy. He would fix his neighbor's computers and uh, fix internet connection issues whenever they called. There was one documentary that I watched where like, his neighbor called him in the middle of the night and asked, or rather demanded, Armin come and fix her internet, and he did it. And like he could just fix it. And well, it was fine. He had a history of like having to listen to demanding women, I guess. Yeah, he was just like, okay. Yeah, I'll do it. Yes, ma'am, I'm coming right over. <laughs> I was like, oh, God. Just okay. don't tell my mom. Yeah, don't tell my mom. Uh, due to his mother's tyrannical nature, though, Armin found it hard to keep friends and turned to the Internet, where he found pornographic sites and other websites dedicated to cannibalism as a sexual fantasy. Um, so, like, the Internet wasn't as heavily monitored as it is now, so we could probably keep those things, like, on the download. Like, not everyone needed to know about it. Yeah. Because, like, I read a book a long time ago saying that, like, the website I'm going to talk about later was on, like, the deep web. But I can't imagine anything being on the deep web, like, in 1995. Even in the 2000s, I guess. Yeah, I'm not really sure because the idea of it is kind of, like, obscure. Yeah, it's just kind of, like, harder to find. Yeah. But anyway, moving on. He had sexual encounters with men and women, and he made frequent visits to prostitutes. Okay. Yeah, so, he didn't have friends, but he would do these other things. And I feel like um, he would go to a certain brothel, and, like, he wouldn't necessarily, like, sleep with women. Instead, he would just kind of drink at the bar. Yeah. So... Okay. You can just picture that in your head. Um, I haven't shown you a picture of Armin, but he looks fairly normal. There are some pictures where I'm like, oh, looks like he's fun. Like, by normal, you mean you don't look at him and think, he I probably eats people. Right. Okay. There are some pictures on the internet where, like, the lighting isn't doing him any favors. Oh, same. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah. There's other photos. There's, like, one photo of him on the internet where he's, like, in court, but he's smiling, and I'm like, oh. Um, anyway, so I'm going to fast forward to 1999. Um, I was a V7 years old. Armin's mom died in September of 1999. Um, Armin, I believe, is 37. In September, he's 37. Because mm. he's born in December. So he was 37, almost 38. Um, Armin is left alone in a large country house in Germany. Um, so he does some remodeling. He builds a shrine to his mother using a mannequin. Oh, what? God. He rests the mannequin head on a pillow every night. Oh, because she died. Yeah, because she's dead. Okay. So the mannequin is like his shrine to his mother. Oh, God. Weird. 
You put it on the pillow at night. Okay. That's what I'm going to do to you. <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening to this, help. Some help. <laughs> I'm chained up here. She won't let me out. Listen. Shut those up. are my chains. <laughs> <laughs> some other remodeling um, that he did was uh, the slaughter room that he liked to brag about. Mm. Um, he would brag about it on like cannibal group chats and um, the slaughter room that he we're talking about is the one that he would end up killing his victim in. Oh, spoilers. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you knew. <laughs> I thought you were aware. Um, okay. So, with his mother gone, he's pretty much left to do with whatever he wants to do. Um, his fantasies really start to get in there. Yeah, just take off. Yeah, just get in there. Um, so he really gets involved in chat rooms and websites dedicated to cannibalism. He would um, create his own images of cannibalism using like real animal meat. Okay. Like he would take like horse meat or whatever and just kind of like manipulate it to where it looks like it could be human. And then he would take a picture of it? Yeah. Oh, okay. And upload it to the internet. Oh, got it. Got it. Okay. So it's kind of like, he's like, getting into his fantasies and stuff. But he always wants something more. Like, he wants the real thing. Right. Um, so, I lost my spot. Eventually, he started his own website at one point. I couldn't find anything on that website, whatever it was. If it was dedicated to cannibalism or something else. Um, I think it was a place, like, with a little bit of everything. Uh, I believe it's still around. I couldn't find his website. Yeah, uh, Craigslist, I think is what it was. I think it's called Craigslist. Yeah. Which everyone knows is just the English pronunciation or interpretation of Armin. Right. Yeah. Totally. So. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So... Armin finds this website called the Cannibal Cafe Forum. Subtle. <laughs> um, it is a website dedicated to a full range of sexual fantasy involving consenting adults. And I wrote that last sentence in like capital letters because that's pretty much like his whole thing. He wanted a consenting, willing participant in this fantasy. Got it. Um, also, like on the page. It's not around anymore, but um, it is archived on the Wayback Machine. The Wayback Machine? Yeah. It's um, like a website you can use to see old websites. And it's just kind of like this dauntingly ugly pink website with just like ads on it for like... Penis enlargement, probably. No. There's no? Just like ads for like, I want to eat your flesh. and. Oh. Yeah. It's people... I think most of them are, like, role-playing a fantasy. Got it. Um, you can actually find his um, post on there. You have to search for it. Um, control did, something. Search Frankie. Did you but, have to search a lot, or it kind of came no, up? No, uh, I just searched Frankie, and it popped up. Damn. There's, like, six of them. Um, where I'll post a link to that in our Facebook group or Patreon. I'm not sure what we're doing yet. Um, Why not both? We can do both. Um, It's written in German. You'll have to translate it. Um, But 
to it's do. There. Don't tell me. Don't tell me what to do. Okay. Well, for those who don't want to go down that rabbit hole, I have taken the time to translate it myself. Oh, ballin'. <laughs> the first ad reads, I'm looking for a young boy between 18 and 25, a normal body. I want to butcher you and eat your flesh. Frankie. Whoa. So he's using the moniker Frankie. Yes. Um, that ad didn't catch much interest within the forum, so he made another ad widening the range of the age that he was looking for. Mm-hmm. Um, I am looking for a normal built boy between 18 and 30 years old who would like to be slaughtered by me. Please apply with age, height, weight, and photo. Frankie. <laughs> Wait, did he say, I'm looking for a normal boy between 18 and 30? Yeah. Normal built. Oh, normal built. Okay, okay. That's different. I'm just looking for a normal boy. Real casual. Just a normal boy. Just a normal built boy. Just just an average boy. Just give me a... I'm just a... I'll, I'd like to order one normal built boy, please. Well, it's like he's like, I don't want no husky boy, but I don't want no scrawny man either. But you know what? It's weird from like a cannibal per- like thought because right the fat's where the flavor is yeah but he just wanted a normal built boy he's oh. watching his waistline oh uh, all right yeah as like most the one carnivore in the room <laughs> the fat the flavor is in the fat so i've had chocolate before i understand i think he missed out <laughs> oh if you were to um... carnivore not cannibal just, just want to be clear <laughs> on that. Not a cannibal. <laughs> Not a cannibal. <laughs> um, so that last ad garnished a few replies. <laughs> garnished a few replies. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering if you were going to catch that one. <laughs> um, Mives even brought back someone back to his home, tied him up, wrapped him in plastic, made butcher lines. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like on a horse when they're like... Yeah. This is where the sausage comes from. I know what butcher lines are. I've seen Gangs of New York. I've been to a butcher shop before. I know what those lines are. I've Google image searched things. I don't know. <laughs> uh, he said this is where he would cut the man. Um, but the man changed his mind and arm and let him go. Whoa, see? So he was very much into like wanting a willing participant. I just want to keep putting that out there that he was very insistent that he wanted a willing participant. Um, um, another... Oh, so he really wanted someone who was, like, willing. Otherwise, he could have just killed the man there. Like, he was tied up. Mm-hmm. Like, he could have just killed him. Yeah. But he wanted consent. Right. He wanted a willing victim. So, the name of this episode is officially... Consent is key. Consensual Cannibal. <laughs> Oh, good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like that. <laughs> um, okay, so um, another man had answered the ad and backed out once Armin sent pictures of the slaughter room. I think most of these men were were looking for role play. It's like a sex thing, maybe? Yeah, it's sexual gratification, but they just kind of wanted to role play it. No, but not, not a lot of people wanted to, like, fulfill to be eaten. Right. Once he got excited and was like, this is the room I'm going to kill you in, people were like, mm, you know what? Bro, I just, I don't like you like that. I think I'm good. I'm fine. Um, so eventually a man name, and I'm going to pronounce it wrong. I knew how to pronounce it at one point, but I lost that information in my noggin. Um, his name is Bern Brandis. 
It's spelled like Brandis. It's B-E-R-N-D-B-R-A-N-D-E-S. Burned Brandis. I'm going to call him Brandis for the rest of this because I feel like I'm pronouncing the first name wrong. What if we just call him B.B.? I'm not going to call hey, him. Hey, B.B. I'm, that's why I'm not calling him B.B. <laughs> <laughs> hey, B.B., come over let me eat you, B.B. You sound like somebody from a gas station. <laughs> Yuck. <laughs> um, okay, so... Brandis answers the ad. He wanted to be eaten just as much as Armin wanted to eat somebody. Mm. Um, Brandis posted, I offer myself to you and I will let you dine from my live body. Not butchery. Dining. And whoever really wants to do it needs a real victim. Conveniently, Brandis was a microchip engineer who also lived in Germany. That is pretty convenient. It is convenient. Yeah. Hop and a skip away. Just hop and a skip um, their initial emails to each other were, like, just regular emails. Like, courting emails. You know how, like, people will direct message each other nowadays. I imagine it being something like that. Like, hey, how are you? What's your favorite color? There's the cast stomp. Yeah. I don't know if you guys can hear it, but, uh, I definitely can. I have the emails that they sent to each other. I'm not going to read them to you. Okay. Right? Well, I'm not going to read them for them. One, because they might not want to read it, because it is kind of, I don't want to say graphic, but it gets in there. And for those of you that do... I, maybe you subscribe to our Patreon, and then maybe we'll read them to you. Yeah, I think we are going to read them eventually. Yeah, we'll do a dramatic reading. I just don't think some people want to hear about what they're talking about in these emails. Um, so... From that, uh, the emails that you saw, he, again, he wants it to be, uh, he wants it to be a willing participant. I just keep wanting to reiterate that in there. Um, so, Brand was deadly serious. Yes. Deadly serious. He was deadly serious. Deadly serious. Okay. Um, I will offer myself to you. I will let you dine from my live body. Not butchering. Dining. Whoever really wants to do it will need a real victim. Obviously, Armin responded immediately. Um, Brands was 42 at the time. Armin wanted a much younger man. Um, so Brandis acted seven years younger than he was. Oh, BB, you scandalous Stop bitch. Stop playing BB. <laughs> <laughs> um, Brands agreed to come to Armin's home on March 9th, 2001. Um, he took a holiday from his job, deleted his computer hard drive, and told his colleagues he was going to visit London for a hair loss clinic. I like um, that he deleted his hard drive. Well, he didn't want anyone to know where he went. Oh, okay, well. He also bought a one-way ticket. thought he was maybe hiding some weird porn, you know, like... Oh, definitely. Yeah, for sure. Cannibal Cafe's on there. What else is? Emails from... The Clintons. Antrophages. <laughs> <laughs> long time coming oh my goodness <laughs> he bought a one-way ticket and sent Armin an email telling him he couldn't wait <laughs> uh. so march 9th rolls around brands gets on the train and he arrives um at the train station before noon Armin picks him up Armin recalls on the drive back to his house, Brands made one thing clear. He wanted to be mutilated and killed that day. Ooh. 
he didn't want to be killed later in the week, not two weeks from now, tonight, that day. Tonight. March 9th. That's the day he wanted to die. Um, yeah. Uh, What's the rush, BB? Stop calling him BB. <laughs> Brands even went so far as to not eat breakfast that day, so his intestines would be clear. Okay. He didn't eat breakfast. He didn't eat breakfast. Wow. Kinda I wonder if he did the like a cleanse. I don't know. We should ask him. Get off your Ouija board. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, not eating breakfast doesn't make any sense because what I'm about to say. Um, when they arrived at Armin's place, they drank coffee naked, had sex, oh. and talked about computers. Seems like a like weird foreplay for cannibalism. It's kind of like a nice morning, I think. Maybe the sex, I guess. I don't know. Nice morning. I don't know. I'm not sure. I've never once like fucked a hamburger before I ate it. So. Well, I wasn't thinking about it like that, but now I'll never be able to get that image out of my head. You're welcome. <laughs> um, super casual. Brands got cold feet though, and thought he wouldn't be able to go through with it. So he asked to go back to the train station. Um, on the way to the train station, he had a change of heart and said that if he had some schnapps and some sleeping pills, he could probably do it. So they head back to the house. Jesus. <laughs> um, Brands downs a bottle of Night Nurse, which what I looked up, it's kind of the equivalent to NyQuil. He drank a whole bottle. Been there. <laughs> um, after about an hour, it didn't do anything. Weird. I know. I feel like it's probably some kind of like adrenaline Maybe. mixture. Um, he also took some sleeping pills. Brian's got frustrated and says he wants to go home. They go back to the train station. Um, Brands then changes his mind again, drinks another bottle of Night Nurse, and takes some more sleeping pills and decides to try again. Um, they make it back to the house. They cuddle in the bed in the slaughter room. Um, somehow, Brands is still awake. Um, Armin said Brands got frustrated and recalls him saying, just do it now. Cut the thing off. What do you think the thing was? Um, I'm gonna go out, I'm just gonna go out on a limb here and say that it was his penis. It was his penis. <laughs> nice. Armin gets a kitchen knife, turns on a video camera. Armin attempts to bite the appendage off, um, with his teeth, but found it difficult. Yeah, you think? <laughs> so instead he takes the kitchen knife and cuts it off instead. Brandon apparently cries out while this is happening. I'm gonna go with... Understandable. Yeah, I'm imagining um, that that probably didn't feel very good. Um, but apparently the pain didn't last that long because all the drugs he had taken had kind of like desensitized him. Um, he tried to eat it raw, but couldn't because it was too chewy. Sure, I'll yeah. believe that. Sure, yeah. Um, he then decides, well, he tried to feed it to Brands. Couldn't do it either because it was also still too chewy. Um, there's also an article that said that he's probably already had like too much blood loss that he was too weak to even attempt to chew it so Armin goes to the kitchen fries it up with salt pepper and garlic um and share tries to again to share it with brands but he ends up burning it and he just feeds it to the dog god damn it all that build up <laughs> he uh later described it as being tough and unpalatable <laughs> your face <laughs> yeah just I'm doing a Without lot of like, words. there's a lot of facial expressions and a lot of nodding because I have to get used to uh, this format, I guess. Um, 
So Brands was placed into the bath and left to bleed out. Armin spends the next three hours reading a Star Trek book. <laughs> Occasionally checking on Brands like every 15 minutes. Brands at this time is slipping in and out of consciousness because he's still bleeding. Do you think he was like, man, I should have just stayed at the train station that uh, well, last time? Somebody made the argument that even while he was slipping in and out of consciousness, he could have said that he wanted to go to the hospital. And I feel like Armin would have taken him, right? Like, he's still not that far into it. Maybe. I don't know at this point. I don't know. Eventually, it's like four hours in. Armin made the decision to kill Brandis by stabbing him in the throat. Because at this point, he's already bleeding out. Yeah, fair. He's unconscious. Like... He is unconscious now. He's not slipping in and out anymore. He is unconscious. Armin said in an interview that killing Brands made him feel hate, power, and happiness all at once. But he hated himself for doing it. He hated Brands for coming over in the first place. And he was furious at his own perverse vanities. He says now that he regrets going through with it. But with that being said, he still hung Brands' body from a meat hook in the bathroom. I mean... He's not wasteful. Well, I mean, like, this is what he set out to do. Yeah. So, he dismembered the body, um, ate the corpse over the next ten months. Ten months. Yeah, stored the body parts in his freezer under pizza boxes. He ended up eating about 44 pounds of flesh. Jesus. Yeah. Um, He said that the flesh tasted like pork, but stronger. Um, And he tried to grind up the bones to make flour. I guess that didn't work out. I don't really know. They didn't elaborate on that part. So hold on. Just a quick question. What do you think he means by it tastes like pork but stronger? Like it tastes like a stronger flavor pork? Like it tastes more like pork than pork? Uh, well, being the only man carnivore person in the room i don't know that's fair i imagine it would be like bacon but stronger okay it's like bacon extra maybe like a more stringent bacon like yeah i don't know i barely remember what bacon tastes like um if you're listening to this you tell us what you think they mean uh there's gonna be a page a Twitter and a, a Twitter. Facebook. A tweeter. I'll add that in. We don't have it yet. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, you think he would be, like, good with the one and done? He got away with it. Like, he made it ten months without being caught. Nobody knows where Brands went. Um, he was only caught after he posted an ad in December of 2002. So, he does the deed in March. Mm-hmm. 2001 he makes it all the way to december 2002 wow and then he posts the ad so what about the ad led him to get caught well it's 2002 Uh myspace is slowly becoming a thing there's more and more people on the internet he describes what he did in detail in his ad oh Um, armin it spooked a college student so bad that he alerted authorities um, they tracked down who Frankie was. 
Um, and uh, they figured out where Frankie was living. They searched his home and found body parts in the over four hour long video of the killing. Armin was arrested the same month. Wow. Um, Armin admitted he was guilty and expressed regret for his actions. Armin was arrested and convicted of manslaughter on January 30th, 2004. He was sentenced to eight years imprisonment. Really? Well, yeah, because cannibalism is not illegal in Germany. Or it wasn't at the time. Okay, but murder is. Yeah, but he only got charged with manslaughter. Because it's consensual? Because, like, euthanasia is also illegal still, right? I don't know how it is in Germany. I don't actually know. I should have looked it up, but I didn't. You know what? That's okay. <laughs> but, in 2005, a German court ordered the retrial of the case, arguing that Mivis um, should be convicted of regular murder, as the motive behind the crime was sexual gratification. And during the retrial, a psychologist stated that Armin could still be dangerous, as he still dreamed of devouring flesh of young people. And in May of 2006, he was convicted of murder and sentenced to a life imprisonment. Oh, okay, well. Um, he, Armin expressed the desire to write a biography in order to discourage anyone who wanted to follow in his footsteps. Uh, and according to Mivis, there are at least 800 cannibals in Germany. And my favorite part about this entire thing, Armin is now a vegetarian. Now he dreams of devouring the flesh of young radishes. Why radishes? I, I was going to go with carrots, but... I don't know. Radish popped in my head for some reason. I was going to go with carrots. Do you want to hear what Armin Cook's first meal was with the flesh? Yes. Okay. I'm not sure what area the meat came from. However, he had princess potatoes with it and a side of carrots. What is a princess potato? It's not, uh, he. It's like his own recipe. Oh, I imagine okay. it's just like little baby potatoes. I think it's like a regular potato with a tiara on it. Just, just a lot of little tiaras. It's like a baked potato with a crown. Yeah, so... <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was really funny because that's pretty much what we had for lunch today. Minus the butt meat. Yeah, minus the butt meat. It was the butt. There are pictures on the internet. Um... There's four uh, that were leaked from the video that he had. If anybody has the video, I would love to see it. Maybe don't share it on the Facebook page. Just, just DM me. I'll yeah. pay for it. I just want the video. Like, I saw Luca Bignotta's video, and I want to see this one. All right, well, first and last episode, everybody. I was going to hear like a knock on the door to yeah, the police. <laughs> right. They're like, well, I was on board with it until the end. Uh, something's uh, something's wrong with those I'm people. I'm already on a watch list. Um, we will have the social media things set up. Follow us, like us, love us, give us your money. <laughs> Maybe don't say that. I'm this is kidding. an independent podcast, which means all the hosting, ed- editing will be coming from us. Yeah, I'm just kidding, but we will have a Patreon, which they'll have different levels. We'll work it out. It's going to be awesome. So, we're the Boneses. This is our Odd Pod podcast. podcast. And now we're going to play an outro.
Hey guys, it's Billy. I'm just here at the end of the episode coming to you from the future very briefly. We want to thank Darren Curtis for our intro and outro music. You can find him on YouTube. He has some really good stuff. Even if you don't need music for a project, he has some cool stuff that you should go and give a listen to. Give him a subscribe. Support him. Our cover art is by Felicia. If you think you can do a better job or if you have suggestions for a future show or you just want to reach out to us with any kind of fan mail, suggestions, cool stories or or pictures, you can email us at ouroddemail at gmail.com. You can follow us on Instagram. Go to ouroddinsta on Instagram. You can also find us on Facebook. We have a Facebook group. It's called Our Odd Facebook Group. Come check us out. You can kind of interact with us in semi-real time. And last, we have a Patreon. We're still sort of trying to figure out the tiers and things like that. But it's patreon.com slash Patreon. And as always, thank you so much for listening. I hope you listened long enough to get to this point. We'll see you next time. Thank you so much.